0: in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it. And so will I. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Come, warm your hands by the fireside, as I tell you of young Alex Peterson, an architect seeking inspiration in one of the most beautiful European cities I have come to know, Barcelona. Alex finds the life and architecture in Barcelona, and in particular, the designs of Antoni Gaudi to be more than inspiring. But it's the life and beauty in one Mariana Moreno that truly sparks his imagination. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. I've been out for a lovely long walk with Otto today, it's so lovely to see him charging off, jumping into the water, and having a good play. It's also great to get some early morning vitamin D, and to get my heart pumping. It really helps me to sleep well. I hope you managed to get some fresh air today, and that nightfall's helps you have a great sleep tonight. Before we settle in for tonight's story, why not take a moment to yourself to relax. Come to a comfortable position. And when you're feeling ready, allow your eyes to gently drift closed. Draw a deep breath in. Hold it for a moment and exhale, sighing out in relief as you mark another long day done. Allow your breath to wash in… and out… as effortlessly as ever. As you take a little time, to check in with yourself tonight. This is your opportunity to look in on how you're feeling at this very moment. Know that there is no right or wrong way to feel. Now, with each cycle of your breath, Focus your attention on something or someone you find yourself grateful for tonight. Inhaling, center your attention on what or whomever that is. And as you exhale, allow your gratitude to drift from your body out into the world. Sing a silent thank you to whatever it is you're grateful for. Inhaling, center your attention on something else that brings you joy or helps you to thrive. Exhaling, breathe your thanks out into the world around you. Inhaling for a final time, take a moment to be grateful for yourself, mind and body. Exhaling, allow yourself to drift deeper and deeper into a state of relaxation. As tonight's tale can begin. On a pleasantly warm morning in March, a young architect by the name of Alex Peterson strolled along the tree-lined streets of Barcelona. He'd arrived in the city the previous evening, and after a restful night's sleep, was ready to explore the many architectural delights which Barcelona had to offer. He glanced at the outdoor seating areas of the cafes he passed and smiled at the seated people who lingered leisurely over their morning coffees and sweet rolls. As tempted as he was to sample the local cuisine Alex carried on walking. He wasn't in Barcelona as a tourist, he was there for business. Alex was an architect, and he'd very recently been commissioned to renovate a hotel situated on the southern coast of England. The hotel had been built in the 1920s and was regarded as one of the most elegant ever constructed at the time. Alas, due to lack of financial investment, the building had fallen into disrepair and now sat like a forgotten work of art deco on the cliffs which overlooked the waters of the English Channel. It was in need of a complete overhaul. Alex was keen to preserve the few classic Art Deco features that still remain intact, but the bulk of the hotel was in need of restructuring, meaning there were plenty of opportunities for transformation. Alex had met the new owner of the hotel a few weeks ago and had expected to be given a full briefing about the renovation work. Usually, his clients knew exactly what they wanted and were hesitant to change their plans for silly things like gravity, which would bring their planned towers and turrets swiftly crumbling down. That hadn't happened in this case. The owner had no blueprints, nor did he have a mood board aiming to convey some wishy-washy dream concept he hoped Alex could capture. Instead, the owner had smiled at Alex and told him to create something different. And then, he said nothing further. Upon noticing Alex's perplexed expression, the owner suggested he visit Barcelona and study the extraordinary works of Antony Gaudi, where he may be inspired to find his own originality and imagination, as Gaudi seemed to do so easily. And now, here Alex was, heading through the streets of sunny Barcelona, towards the most famous of Gaudi's works, La Sagrada Familia. Alex had researched the building and was aware of how its construction had begun in 1882, but the work had not yet been completed. The architect part of him didn't like the idea of a project taking so long to finish. Once he'd started an assignment, he expected it to be finished on a certain date. He couldn't really understand why La Sagrada Familia was still under construction. And then he saw it. La Sagrada Familia. The Holy Family. The photographs he'd seen did nothing to justify the immense magnificence of the building in front of him. A light-coloured stone structure towered above the awestruck tourists, who were staring at it in wonder. Some removed their sunglasses to get a better look. Others stood there transfixed, neither moving or talking. The church was built of stone, which had been imported from around the world, including Alex's home country of England. Gaudi loved incorporating aspects of nature into his work, and that was apparent in the many hand-carved images on the church. Being a devout Catholic, Gaudi also liked to include religious aspects, too. La Sagrada Familia held numerous carvings which depicted scenes from the Bible. Taking a few steps closer, Alex focused his attention on the carved figures of the nativity scene. He soon located a stone tersel and tortoise, which he knew represented sea and land elements. The two chameleons nearby portrayed constant change. His attention was drawn upwards to the looming spires on top of the building. Using his hand to shield his eyes against the sun, Alex focused on the cone-shaped steeples. According to Gaudi's original plans, the church was to have 18 spires. Eight had been completed so far and they stood proudly atop the church like sentinels looking out over the city. Glancing away from the spires, Alex reached into his satchel and took out his sketchbook and a sharpened pencil. He held the pencil over a blank page wondered how he was supposed to capture the mesmerizing spirit of this building on paper. He was used to straight lines, right angles, and the strict rules of geometry. All the aspects of design he'd learned over the years. But Antoni Gaudi hadn't followed those rules. His creations were composed of curved lines, undulating waves, and hand-carved symbols. La Sagrada Familia defied all accepted rules of design. Alex backed up a little, as if that would give him a clearer perspective of the building. He stepped on the toes of someone behind him. An apology on his lips. He turned around and came face to face with the beautiful woman. His apology froze, and his mouth fell open. He found himself completely captivated by the woman's hazel eyes, which were flecked with gold. A mass of unruly auburn curls surrounded the woman's smiling face. She was wearing a long, flowing dress of many colors. At that moment, Alex couldn't have named one single color, because all thoughts had left his mind, taking his ability to speak with them he continued to stare into her eyes. Vaguely aware it was an impolite thing to do, but he couldn't help himself. In a soft Spanish lilt, she asked if he was okay. Alex nodded in reply, his words still absent without official leave. The woman's smile grew, and she gestured towards Alex's sketchbook. She asked if he was going to draw the church. Finally, remembering how to speak, Alex apologised for standing on her toes before answering her question. He explained why he was there and what he was doing. He added his full name, for good measure. I'm pleased to meet you, Alexander Christopher Peterson. I'm Mariana Moreno. Have you been inside the building yet? I haven't, and please call me Alex. Would you like me to show you around the inside of the church? Alex accepted her kind offer, without hesitation. Once inside the building, Alex momentarily forgot about the woman at his side. Sunlight streamed through the vast, multicolored stained glass windows, casting shafts of light throughout the huge, open space in front of him. Ornately carved white columns rose majestically to the high ceiling, In a low voice, Mariana explained how Gaudi wanted the inside of La Sagrada Familia to resemble an enchanted forest, and how the columns looked like trees rising to the skies. Alex admitted he felt as if he'd stepped into the pages of a child's fairy tale book Mariana led him around the interior of the building and pointed out various elements, including the text on the bottom of the stained glass windows, and how certain columns changed shapes as they rose, evolving from a square base into a sixteen-sided shape and ending in a circle. After a little while, Alex felt inspired to draw an image in his sketchbook. He let his pencil run away with more ornate and decorative sketching than usual. He took inspiration from the tree-like pillars and the delicate detailing that surrounded him. When he completed it, he gave it a quizzical look and wondered aloud why he'd drawn it. Mariana smiled at the picture of a treehouse and said it was somewhere she'd like to visit. Does it exist? she asked. Only in my imagination, Alex answered with a smile. I don't know why I felt compelled to draw it. Maybe Gaudi is bringing out your childlike sense of wonder, Mariana gently teased him. I always feel that way when I look at his designs. He's been a great inspiration in my work. Before Alex could ask her what her work was, Mariana looked at her watch and said she had to go. She gave him a wave of goodbye before hastening away. Alex watched her go and wondered sadly, if he would ever see her again. He silently berated himself for not requesting her phone number. He spent more time in the church and attempted to produce another sketch. But for some reason, he wasn't inspired to draw anything else. He put his sketchbook away and lost himself in admiration of the church Sometime later, Alex left La Sagrada Familia and headed to another of Gaudi's creations, Casa Mila. Situated on the corner, the building was originally designed as a block of apartments. It consisted of nine stories, which included an attic and an underground garage. Alex came to a stop the road across from the cream-coloured building and took in its unusual shape. Some people had likened it to a tiered wedding cake, one where the thick icing had begun to melt and flow down into the layers below. Undulating floors supported iron-laced balconies, which resembled twisted strips of black ribbon. Alex cast a wistful look left and right, hoping to catch a glimpse of the auburn-haired Mariana. She was nowhere to be seen, and he thought it was unlikely their paths would ever cross again. he went inside Casa Mila and stopped near an open courtyard. The building was constructed around two open-air courtyards, giving it an asymmetrical look, rather like a number eight. He proceeded to wander around the amazing building and admired the soft curves of the doors and windows and the ornately carved door handles Although the building no longer contained living quarters, there was an existing apartment available for public viewing, which showcased how highly unique the rooms had looked when originally built. As he walked through the apartment, Alex once more got the feeling he was in an enchanted land. He admired how Gaudi must have been able to access that imaginative part of his mind to enable such ideas to spring forth. It made him wonder if he'd be able to do the same and to capture that curiosity he'd had as a child. Seedlings of ideas were sprouting somewhere at the very back of his mind, but they weren't strong enough to turn into images yet. And so his sketchbook remained untouched in his satchel. Alex climbed the stairs to the most magnificent aspect of Casa Mila. As he walked onto the spectacular roof terrace, his breath caught in his throat at the beauty of what he was seeing. The floors gently rose and fell around the sides of the terrace, emulating the rolling hills in the distance. There was a collection of freestanding structures arranged around the roof. Some were chimneys, others were elaborate staircase exits, and there were many skylights and fans. Each structure was a work of art in its own right. Some of the shapes were covered in brightly colored mosaics, a trademark of Gaudi's. Alex headed towards a set of red steps, which led to a large chimney. He began to ascend the stairs gazing towards the mountains which lay behind Barcelona. As he came to the last step, his gaze lowered and found himself staring into a pair of gold-flecked, hazel eyes. It was Mariana. Her eyes crinkled up as she smiled warmly at him, Marianna pointed to the streets below and said, I saw you entering Casamilà. I thought you might end up here. Everyone does. What do you think of this building? Have you been inspired to make any sketches for your hotel in England yet? Alex confirmed he hadn't. He was in awe of everything he had seen but he was struggling to figure out how to bring Gaudi's imaginative flair to his own project. He was, however, hopeful inspiration would strike him soon. The more he talked to Mariana, the more he felt capable of finding his own artistic style. They talked about the building for a few minutes. Marianna pointed out the glass mosaic work in the chimney behind them and explained how some of the glass had come from champagne bottles, which Gaudi had collected after a street party. Even though Alex had already walked through Casamilla, he took up Marianna's offer to wander through it again with her at his side. She pointed out small details, which Alex had missed. When they reached street level, Alex cast a sorrowful look at his satchel. He had no desire to draw anything. He wondered aloud whether Gaudi was the right artist to inspire his own work. Marianna's eyes twinkled as she said, Perhaps you haven't allowed the magic of his creations to fully flow over you. Have you been to Park Quay yet? I wasn't planning to go there, Alex replied. I am restricting my research to buildings only. With a shake of her head, Mariana said, You shouldn't apply restrictions to your imagination and you shouldn't leave Barcelona without seeing Park Güell. Would you allow me to show you around the park? It's a bit of a walk, but we can chat on the way." Alex readily agreed. Their stroll to Park Güell was a pleasant one, which Alex thoroughly enjoyed. Mariana was delightful company, and their conversation was easy and free-flowing. She told him about her job as an interior designer, and how Gaudi's work had influenced her. She showed him images of her work, and Alex was mightily impressed by her creations. They stopped at a cafe along the way and enjoyed a light meal of tapas and a cold drink. Alex wondered at how such a busy city could move at such a comfortable pace. As he watched people stroll by and took in the people around him, enjoying their slow lunch and sipping on icy drinks in the sunshine, He looked at Mariana across the table as she thoroughly enjoyed each bite, explaining each dish and ingredient to Alex as they ate. The sun lit up her smile, and Alex couldn't help but think he was gazing upon the most perfect snapshot of this gorgeous city. Once refreshed, Alex and Mariana continued on their journey. Even though Alex hadn't done any research on Park Quay, he soon discovered it was just as breathtaking as La Sagrada Familia and Casa Mila. He was delighted to discover a couple of buildings which were inside the park too. Mariana told him the terracotta coloured house with green shutters was one of the last residences of Gaudi. Mariana guided Alex through the park and pointed out her favourite areas. They paused by the large mosaic salamander near the entrance. It was also known as El Drac or the Dragon. Walking by a long serpentine bench covered in spectacular mosaic work, Mariana said it was curved at such angles to allow people to converse privately when seated. As they headed under the slanted walls of the laundry room portico, Alex couldn't help but be amazed at how decorative and innovative the park was. It was as if Gaudi had allowed his most outrageous dreams and designs to be built right here with no rain put on his imagination. Perhaps that was the best way to create anything. They completed their tour of Parkway and returned to the Serpentine Bench for a rest. They admired the view of Barcelona below and the glimpse of the sea beyond the city. Seeming to notice where his gaze was lingering, Mariana asked if he would like to visit the beach with her. She said they could enjoy the sunset together. Alex was surprised it was so late in the day He'd never known a day to fly by so fast. He was about to agree with her suggestion, but the responsibility of work weighed on his mind. He told Mariana he should continue to look at buildings in the hope of being motivated to draw something. Mariana gave him a studious look Perhaps you could get lost in your imagination for a while and forget about work. Let your mind play just for the fun of it. When was the last time you did that? Alex shrugged in reply. He then decided a trip to the beach was just what he needed. They could have taken a taxi, but they agreed a walk gives them more time to talk? Alex questioned Mariana more about her work as they headed towards the sea. Her face came alive as she explained inspiration came to her from nature and the world around them. She pointed out the different kinds of trees as they walked along and how the intricate nature of the leaves had resulted in some of her signature designs. Even the stubborn weeds growing through cracks in the pavement had sparked her creative powers. As they strolled through the streets, Alex got caught up in her imagination and began to see his surroundings in a new light. He had no idea there were so many natural wonders around him. Even in a busy city such as Barcelona, he was usually too busy staring at buildings to notice such things. But being with Mariana was opening his eyes to a new way of looking at the world. The sun was lower in the sky as they reached the beach. As soon as Alex stepped on the sand, he took off his shoes and socks. Mariana followed his lead and removed her sandals. The warm sand felt marvellous between Alex's toes. Feelings of being an excited child on holiday washed over Alex, and he suddenly felt years younger. On a whim, he said, let's build a sandcastle, the biggest one we can. It can have turrets, and curved walls, and a moat, perhaps some spiraling staircases on the outside. He carried on talking, completely lost in his tumbling thoughts, Mariana said she would find some pebbles and shells to decorate his castle, and off she went. Alex dropped to his knees and dug his hands into the warm sand. He became totally immersed in his creative work, letting all the strange and wonderful ideas in his mind flow through his hands and into the sand. At some point, he became aware of Mariana returning with her hands full of pebbles, shells, and small twigs. Together, they added the final touches to the sandy structure Alex had fashioned with his hands. They sat back on their heels and looked at the finished product. Mariana pointed to a separate, smaller shape, and asked if it was Alex's treehouse. With a sheepish grin, he said it was, and he couldn't resist building it. In a soft voice, Mariana said, This isn't a castle, Alex. This is your hotel. Alex stared at the scaled-down building he'd made and realised she was right. He had created a hotel, and it was certainly something different. Mariana suggested he send photos of it to the hotel owner. Alex did so, and within a minute, the owner replied to say it was perfect. And when could Alex start work on it? Alex impulsively gave Mariana a hug and said it was she who'd inspired him to create the hotel from sand. Feeling nervous, he asked if she'd consider visiting England with a view to working on the interior of the hotel. She said yes. Alex said as he gazed into her hazel eyes. It's a date. Now, Alex had almost a week left in the magical city and the purpose of the trip had already been achieved. Maybe it was time for a short holiday before his hotel work began on his return to England. He wanted to take some time to explore the streets and find further inspiration in the music, the food, and the colours of the city. Barcelona and Gaudí had lit a fire of curiosity within Alex. And he wondered where else his imagination could take him. More than anything, he wanted to spend more time with Mariana, who he found the most inspiring of all. Holding hands, Alex and Mariana watched the sun set over Barcelona tucking itself behind the mountains beyond. Alex had arrived in Barcelona, hoping to find inspiration for his work. He had done that, and he found something more valuable to...